Good evening. It is after dark, and this makes this the Black Dog video after... Fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> Fucking hell. Good evening. It is after dark, and this makes... And this... Fuck. One more time. One more time. <laughs> Try it without the Count Floyd. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. Victor's the cable. You want to be making moves on the street, have no attachments, allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you spot the heat around the corner. In the city of Los Angeles. Recognize the M.O.? M.O. is that they're good. If you think these guys are scoring once and passing through, I doubt it. A relentless police detective is on the trail. What do we got? of a master thief. You're fugitive number one with a bullet. It's double the risk here. You're wrong. It's four times the risk, and I'm double the worst trouble you ever had. Bam. Bye-bye. For the first time, Academy Award winner Al Pacino and Academy Award winner Robert De Niro collide. If I'm there and I gotta put you away, I'll tell you, you are going down. What if you do got me boxed in and I gotta put you down? Because no matter what, you will not get in my way. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, in a Michael Mann film, Heat. This is Black Dog Video After Dark Podcast. Uh, I'm Darren Gay, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm blank, and I'm, I'm a former uh, Black Dog owner. And joining me to my left is... I'm Alex Chisholm. I'm a former employee of Black Dog Video. And uh, Jack of Some Trades at the Rio Theater on Broadway and Commercial, 1660 East Broadway. I'm a programmer there. See you there sometime. Uh, hi, I'm Josie Boyce and uh, another former Black Dog employee, East Van person about town. I'll be at East Side Pride at the Crossing Throw Bookstore, uh, tabling my zines and poetry uh, this Saturday, the 24th, June 24th. From noon till seven, I'll be there like one till five. Unfortunately, this won't air until. Uh, okay, so two, you you'll have, you will have already <laughs> gone and seen me there. So right. thanks for dropping by. Yeah, that's what you should be thanking everybody yeah. for buying buying all your wares. Thanks for dropping by. Excellent. I guess uh, we're uh, the three of us today. Dylan's not here. I think he's. I, I don't getting, think so. I haven't seen him yet. No, I think he's. Uh, what I remember, he told me he's getting his, his anus bleached or something like that. So he's Ginger's getting ready. Saying, he's yeah. getting ready to pull that McLean Stevenson move. You know what's that? The career move. He's going to quit the hit show, go solo, and That's never right. be heard from again. Now, he's working on his um, his Fringe Edinburgh Fringe Festival show, which I'm sure you've heard all about, and he can tell you all about it. Check out his website and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but we're here talking about movies, and the movie we are doing this week is 1995's Michael Mann heist, awesome, epic, opus, thriller, Heat, um, starring Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and pretty much everyone else in Hollywood at the time. Yeah, so who picked this one? Was that you, Alex? Or it, was it was me, was, was yeah. It, yeah. This movie's been on my mind recently because uh, De Niro and Pacino were recently in the news mm -hmm. uh, for both uh, becoming new dads in their uh, 80s and 90s, yeah. respectively. <laughs> dating, dating women the same age as the women they were dating in the movie we just watched from 1995. Yeah, which is like almost 30 years. Actually, they're younger than that, I have to think. Yeah. Like, uh, like if, uh, Pacino's what, like 85, 83 or something like that? Yeah. 
How yeah. could I, I, he was I, already in his fifties? I assume Amy Brennan was like twenty three or something. Yeah, yeah. I assume, I just assume that someone that old can't yeah. have kids anymore. No, I think you can keep. I just just think, instead of a, like a jackal, just be like a puff of air and some dust or something coming out of his dick. So anyway, like, I, I I guess not. <laughs> their names and the fact that their new dads have been in you know the news a lot. Mm-hmm. Recently, the gossip news, which yeah. I always have one eye. You do to. just don't, only one eye. You're though. always texting me in capital one letters eye. what's happening in Hollywood. So, so yeah, and there was a lot of speculation about them. Like, how did they end up dads? But I, I immediately jumped to mind. Well, they were both in heat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's Father's uh-huh. Day was coming right around the corner. It just, you know, it suddenly Both was my pick heat. for the podcast. I'm like, let's do it. Wow. Even though this won't air in time for Father's Day, we're recording it two, it days, two ago. days ago. <laughs> we're recording it, pardon me, two days after Father's Day. Yeah. So as a belated Father's Day episode, why not discuss De Niro and Pacino in heat? Should we? Both well, uh, of them new fathers. You, you, yeah. for, you forgot to get a Father's Day gift anyway. So, yeah, you know. Well, like, should I... Should we t- spend the whole podcast talking about their sex lives and uh, <laughs> no, that's not. and their children? And, uh, they must have like a I, lot of I, I've had I've had a, their potency. There's, yeah. there's a customer one time gave me a really horrifying story about De Niro that I won't actually repeat. Oh, you gotta tell you gotta <laughs> say you gotta say now. Oh well, I don't know. Could get liable. Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, the De Niro because De Niro, De, De Niro, De Niro will be listening or, to this. He'll be listening yeah. to this, and he, didn't he sue that restaurant? Oh, right, De Niro. Yeah. Well, it was the the the, 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 the rumor was that he. Only dated like really young women. Like a, this, like this, guy, this guy DiCaprio was a customer who used to come in, and he was a, one of those braggy middle-aged guys who would tell you all the cool people he knew and stuff he did. And apparently, he used to install um, uh, hot tubs. Mm. And he was telling me about how he was in, in 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 New York somewhere, and he installed Robert De Niro's hot tub. And he said that De Niro had a bevy of under, and this is like late 90s, early 2000s, had mm-hmm. a bevy of under 25-year-old black girls oh. that was like a little harem or something. Yeah. That's pretty specific. It is. And I yeah. said, you know, I have no idea about, because actually I don't think other than what yeah, Alex was just telling me about De Niro becoming, I don't even heard too much about him and his, no, you know, his love life or anything really, like myself anyway. I well, haven't heard much about that. His, he was married to one of his co-stars for years in the 70s and 80s, Diane Abbott. She's okay. she's the female lead in uh, uh, pardon me um, King of Comedy. Okay, she's okay. the waitress he's pursuing, and they were married. And, they were married. and she also plays the concession girl in Taxi. Oh, there driver. you go. Okay, but they were married for several years and have have a, they have have a daughter or, or whatever. But yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not. De but, Niro's but he's not a tabloid. I, I just know of this because yeah. being a fan of. King of Comedy yep. and Taxi Driver and reading about him, you eventually yeah. found out, oh yeah, they were actually married too and do have yeah. at least one uh, you know, child yeah. together, now, now an uh, adult. Both, both, both those guys, they're not right spotlight. And, you know, not you really. They don't sit on the news. They just no. they, they do their jobs and then they, yeah. nobody not, seems not, to... Not too much anyway that I know nah, about. They don't either. hit like the clubs and all that kind of no, stuff. But, and they do it but even behavior. back in the day, really. I but I remember in the 90s watching, uh, or sorry, reading a People magazine yeah. and there was an article about... De Niro turning, he was turning a milestone age, like 60 or something, and or 70 or whatever it was at the time. And uh, they had a picture of him with Diane Abbott and the daughter, like, posing. They weren't married anymore, but just at his birthday. Yeah. He was at some, like, chic restaurant in New York. But the headline was Aging Bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was what they had for his Is that what they have for dinner? Which leads to questions about, you know, the truth about, you know, ageism well, out there, how... 
you know? Yeah, well. Everyone uses it against and, and one you, another, and, and I'm certainly not Yeah, and, and, you know, like maybe, you know, you can't go as often as you used to when you're 80 or something. But, you know, if you're trying often yeah. enough, I guess uh, you hit the lotto kind yeah, of thing. You yeah, know. you keep shooting at that bullseye. <laughs> you're going to hit it one of these times. I guess so, right? Anyway, that's it. I don't know how that's how that is mean, to start the movie thing. All, all, I guess all I mean is, like, there's been a lot of jokes made, especially online recently, right. about the fact that De Niro and Pacino are, are dads now. But even, like, in the 90s when he was, like, a younger man and wasn't even like having a kid with a much younger yep. partner at the time or anything. They were still making fun of his age in the media with yeah, stuff sure. like aging bull, right? Like personally, I don't care. Yeah. Like, as long as the two consenting adults, I don't care. Like yeah. if they're happy doing what they're doing. I think, I think those... But if you make fun of my age, man, I'll just go off. Oh, you're, just... you're younger than I am. Anyways, we should talk about the, the first movie. time that we, the, uh, we saw it. The first time in the like movie. Us. Do you yeah. want to start with that, uh, Josie? Me? Yeah, you. Okay. Well, my, my story, I think, is a little different than, than you guys. Well, you, you know, we haven't heard ours yet. Well, I, I also know that you both own Blu-rays of this movie. Mm-hmm. I did not. Mm-hmm. I saw it when it came out, like everybody else. Did you see it in the theater? And on, I on, did. Yeah. I saw I saw it actually at the Paradise, which, you know, I could make a joke about not maybe I saw Dylan there or yeah. he caught <laughs> me smoking or something. Yep. And I know I saw it there because I saw it with a good friend of mine who I always went there with. And I remember us talking about it afterwards. And uh, we both liked it. He liked it a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. And um, I found it left me a little cold, and part of it was the three hours in the paradise, perhaps. That could have, that, 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 have those it. theater seats were like really they're brutal. They yeah. were brutal. Um, but de Sade design, but you know, as a, it, you know, I went into it with high hopes. A Michael Mann film. I was a big Michael Mann film fan at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, especially for Manhunter, probably that's my yeah. Favorite. I'm trying to think what he had because I know he'd done Thief. And the keep and manhunter before last of the Mohicans. Well. To, to, to live and die in L.A. No, that was no, that's uh, Freakin. Freakin. Oh, Freakin. Yeah. Sorry. What's it? he's got another one? Isn't there one between the keep and um, manhunter? I can't remember. And never forget all Not the production big. he had going too. Well, he like, had Crime he Story. So he did. He did that TV Miami show. Miami Vice. Yes. Miami Vice. Right. That was he, a big. That was his early eighties thing. Right? But no. But still, he was. He would have been so. He was so prolific at the time. He, he was still prolific. is. I'm yeah, certainly yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, I, yeah. I just it didn't. It left me a little cold, and I never really rewatched it very often or anything. I uh, I may have watched the whole thing again. But I was finding when you were talking about we're going to do it again, I didn't really remember much about the movie. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like, I, oh, that's cool. I'm going in kind of like almost fresh. Yeah. That's a good way right? to go in. Yeah. Yep. What were you, Alex? I first saw it on VHS back in the day as like a new release and maybe one other time after that. But the second time definitely wasn't like complete. It was like, oh, yeah, like I had just right. recently seen it. So I watched like a chunk of it and then took off like I was dropping by to see a friend or something. You know, I own a Blu-ray, pardon me, but uh, not because I'm a huge fan or anything. I just happened to score a bunch of cool DVDs and Blu-rays last summer at the Salvation Army for next to nothing, nice. including a like sealed heat. So this was my first time watching like a nice oh, copy of cool. it, like widescreen or whatever on Blu-ray. So uh, yeah, the, you know, I had that Blu-ray set around since last summer, and uh, yeah, this was my probably my third time watching it, and hands down the best time watching it because it was not on VHS yeah. or television or whatever. No, I, I, I pretty much exactly, uh, I've seen it once before and on VHS when it came out yeah. um, after we opened the original shop in 96. I remember getting it. I remember it because it was two tapes. Because it was oh, yeah, so long. It's, because it's a long one of those yeah. two tapers. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the first two taper ones I can remember getting. But I remember liking it. Yeah. I, again, with you, I felt, you know, 
kind of left me a little cold. But it's a kind of, it's a cold looking film. Lots of blues. It, yeah, and it is. Yeah, yeah. And, I, was, I was noticing that yeah. in photography this time through. Maybe yeah. maybe because it was like you say, it's yeah. a nice. And, it, it's, and it, you too, really mean. You're not just saying it's cold because the film's called Heat, right? Uh, no, I, like, I, you're I never, not just. I never even thought some, of that. You're I not just trying to blow a bad Alex joke here. I wish I was that clever. You keep us. You keep us in line with that tonight, okay? But I remember liking it. Yeah. The only thing I remember actually anything about it was the shootout. I just remember it like being loud. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I, and that's about all I remembered about this. And so uh, I was happy to watch it. was the only part I turned down this time through. I, I did. I did turn <laughs> I was it. like, I, okay, maybe that's bothering people. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, I was just by myself watching it and yeah. uh, my wife had gone to bed and my kid was, I was going to bed and it's like, it was cranked. <laughs> so I should probably turn this down a bit. But uh, yeah, I remember liking it, but not loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was pleased to watch it again. Nice. And, uh, and there we go. So, where do you want to start with this? Uh, the cast? Like, every time someone's well, it's name... Pre- it's a pretty loaded cast. Every time so- someone's name comes up, like, they're in this? Like, really? Tom Noonan? Yeah. Natalie Portman? Like, yeah. it's Val, like... Val Hank Kilmer. Azaria? Yeah. 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 Val, Val Kilmer was pretty big at that time. The, the artist yeah. formerly he, known as... He was Apple. doing the, the shitty Batman movie, this, yeah. I think the same year, actually. Yeah. And um, apparently his agent uh, didn't want him to do it because he was a too big a star to take a sort of a smaller role. Um, but he really wanted to do it, and uh, yeah, you could see he's into it. Yeah, and he just oh, yeah. he wasn't getting paid the the bucks that he was yeah. the Batman bucks. Sure. So he he negotiated with um with uh, Michael Mann just to like, to put my face on the box with De Niro and uh, and Pacino, <laughs> and I'll be happy with that. Nice. So he, he did that. Yeah. Yeah. He was a last minute replacement for Keanu Reeves, apparently. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. He turned it down because he was playing Hamlet in a Manitoba dinner theater. I know that. Manitoba. Yeah. 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 I think that's pretty crazy. That's a, just a, well, I read that today, and when I read that line, I was like, Keanu Reeves turns down heat to I, play Hamlet in Manitoba. I, I remember I remember my friends calling me and telling me they saw it. Yeah? Because, you know, we weren't online back then. Uh-huh. And and like, oh, yeah, I went and saw Keanu Reeves at, uh, play Hamlet. He was okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, they would say it was, you know, it was a decent he Hamlet. Must, he must have been doing okay by then to turn something like this down. Yeah, well, yeah, because did this, he already do Bell and Ted by then? Um, well, yeah, Bill yeah. and Ted was, was like yeah, 80s. the 80s. Yeah. was 80s, and it was yeah. actually filmed way earlier than when it was released. Oh, it was. it was? I didn't know that. It was held up in some kind of weird like studio oh. trouble. Oh. That's why he looks so young in it. So, I, th- I, I, feel, I felt like he looked well, younger I, in it. Than, I imagine this is probably pre-Speed as well, possibly. Around the same time. Is it around the same 95? time? 95? Yep. No, no, it's after Speed. After it's speed. a year after Speed. Year, so, year so he was a fairly... And uh, Point Break and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Point Break was early nineties. Yeah. So yeah, but, so well, but, he, but I, he's I can not see in that. This. Val Kilmer does the Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I like the I like John Voight in this. I don't. Really oh, like, he's yeah. he he was a good kind of slimy role for him. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Apparently his uh, his role is um, based on you know Eddie Bunker. Oh, he's both based on Eddie Bunker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Makes cool. Sense. Yeah, because uh, Eddie Bunker was a consultant on this yeah. movie as well. And right. uh, yeah, so a small he, part in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Reservoir. the film Reservoir, oh, a film that he uh, wrote as well with Dustin Hoffman called Straight Time. Oh right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Dustin Hoffman directed it actually, which is odd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. And um, Ted Levine, uh, Buffalo Bill. That's yep. right. It's that's funny because right. um, I, I thought I thought you know the the sleazy guy they end up hiring for the first job mm-hmm. who goes and murders. I thought that was Ted Levine because <laughs> oh, he yeah. has that sort of that sort of squinty eyed, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like gross kind of persona. But Ted but, Levine didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be typecast after, just after yeah. Sons of the Lambs. But uh, yeah, that guy, and that guy ended up doing time, 
later in, later on in 2003 or oh, something Oh, that like same that. guy who, who yeah. was playing the real scumbag. Yeah, guy. yeah. Uh, and uh, they called him by his name in this movie in prison, the prison guards. And uh, Well, well he, uh, he, played, he played like the rapist guy. Yeah, the, he ser- was the, the serial, serial killer. Rapist. He was a serial <laughs> killer rapist or whatever. It's weird that they had a serial killer in this movie. I thought. Yeah, was, like there was the, a few subplots that I had not remembered. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hardly remember any of this Speaking stuff. of serial killers, by the way, of course... Michael Mann, Josie mentioned yeah. Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor who played the killer in um, Manhunter is in Tom, this film. Tom Noonan? Is that who it is? is? It? Yeah, he has Tom a small, yeah, he has yeah, those yeah. very striking eyes, but yeah, he has yeah. a beard in this film. It's a yeah. very small role, but yeah. I was surprised Brian Cox didn't pop up, actually. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone else is doing something thing. else yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. James Caan would have made sense too, but whatever. Yeah. We have the film as yeah, it is, yeah. cast as yeah. it is, Tom, and Tom Sizemore in one of his more low key roles. Yeah, really, yeah. that's right. And uh, no. Danny Trejo playing a guy named, named Trejo. Trejo. <laughs> yeah, yeah I thought I was hearing things when I when yeah. I heard that. Same here. Same here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the movie opens like uh, I think it's it's Al Pacino like really making out with somebody yeah. <laughs> on a beach or something like that. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so gross. And then of course you're just thinking about yeah. you know, making babies, yeah. making more babies. <laughs> it was, yeah. So, uh, well, I it was the one thing that we kind of were talking a little bit about before the podcast. And I just mentioned that, um, I watched it on the, you know, gross old streaming thing, whatever. So I didn't have to walk over here and get the Blu-ray. Right. Cause I'm lazy. Well, it's kind of far. Too. Yeah, it's far, but the sound was so good. The sound design, mm-hmm. right? Because you could really hear the sound design happening. It wasn't just like, oh, there's a really good soundtrack, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just in the, the, all the incidental sounds, especially when they were like doing like the scene, like in the cafe or, or in, in a busy spot, you could really hear all the individual bits all over and with a bit of that surround sound going on. And I like I just have the power bar thing, you know, the bit that we you put in for any TV, and it has decent sound, right? But it's not like really good. It doesn't get it doesn't all move the surround it sound. It doesn't yeah. move it around that much, but it moved this around really well. I'm like, that's a nice mix. Whoever got that ready for Crave, yeah, did a good job of because, and you could hear the dialogue when the music was loud. That's weird because like yeah. I watched the Blu-ray and um, for the most part it sounded great. Yeah, like especially all the um, extraneous stuff. But I had issues with uh, with the, this, the dialogue. I had to keep turning it up like like an uncomfortable level to turn it yeah. up to. And it's like, am I going like, to ruin my amp turning? That's it up half to, like, the movies I watch. Sixty five yeah. or something like that. But um, the sound design is great and the music is great. Yeah. It's like all weird. Um, it's not like your typical lush orchestra or no, no, score because no. there's none of that. It's like a Probably the guy that did it, uh, he's had a, like a, a like a orchestra of guitars doing weird stuff, and mm-hmm. you kind of you don't really notice it very much, but yeah. it really adds to pretty much every a scene. different kind of tension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and obviously Michael Mann, that looked great, looked yeah, great, and and yeah, the I, everybody was you know top notch. It was a little long for me, yeah, but um, I thought they could have maybe sort of dialed back on some of the relationship stuff, but yeah, it just that it did add more to the depth of character. Well, it was stuff. obviously going for that big epic kind of feel right Mm -hmm. because you had a bit of what i saw he was doing was i feel like this is kind of michael mann's de palma film yeah in that is there's a lot of odes in it to like old uh gangster and noir stereotypes like every character in that movie is a noir stereotype and 
only really Al Pacino is the one that goes really over the top with yeah. it. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> because Pacino he's goes Al Pacino. Over the, yeah. well, like, the, the one, the, and, and I don't want to ruin my mic when I do the, yeah. but you're, you're screaming when you're Al Pacino. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm warning Greg now. Um, you know, and he's going, the, the scene where they're in the bar and he's like, he's like, a woman's ass. She's got a great ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm just like, <laughs> I know. Dude, I did not expect that. Like, I did yeah. not remember that <laughs> from the other time well, I'd seen it. And yeah. Well, I was like, I, what I, the fuck? I remember the, when I watched it the first time, I remember enjoying it more because of Al Pacino's over-the-topness. Because yeah. he does a few of those yelly, crazy yeah, parts. But he doesn't do it all the way through, which no. is nice. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, yeah. it's almost yeah. a nicer performance well, appa- from him. Apparently he improvised that. Nobody knew he was going to say oh, that. Oh, wow. And, yeah. uh, and so the reactions are good. Yeah. yeah. It, says it scared the hell out of Hank Azaria. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it on his face. Yeah. He looks terrified. You can yeah. see it on his face. It's, uh, it's Al Pacino's going to kill me. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, apparently <laughs> um, his character, which did not mention the movie, is supposed to be on cocaine. All the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why he's sort of up and down and crazy and yelling. Okay, it makes just sense. Well, the way and also the way that he, you know, he's walking into the room and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, he just came out of the bathroom. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah well, he's, you know. but he's such a big, like he's not a big guy. No, he's a little like, guy. Yeah, but he's got such a big um, yeah. personality. Apparently, he had a complete facelift just before this movie. I was reading on the. Uh, I was, I was thinking he looked good right, for yeah. his age at the time, yeah. which was like. 56, 50 well, something. Yeah, because because this is almost 30 years ago. We, yeah, it's yeah. almost 30 years ago. And he and he's was already, 80. he's already, he's in his 50s. He's in his 50s, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Ah, there you go. What do you, do you get any uh, spaghetti western vibes from this movie? Some, uh, yeah, from some of, of the, compare. some of the big, some of the big shots. Yeah, yeah. Especially, and I thought that gunfight was worthy of, you know, a, a Leone movie or oh, something yeah. or, you know, because yeah, it, it really, right like the, the, the going, the going from was, thing to thing and shooting. Yeah. And all like the people fleeing. The way they, the way they, yeah. Exactly, with the way they orchestrated it, definitely. <laughs> well, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, like, should the cops just be like randomly shooting at these guys or people yeah. are running everywhere? Everyone seems to keep running towards Al Pacino. Well, and <laughs> when Al Pacino gets the shotgun, mm-hmm. he takes out a lot of civilians. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but they keep it. It's like, it's like it's, I hate, it drives me nuts. Like, people are shooting. You don't just start running around like a maniac. Yeah. You either get down or get behind something. Yeah, yeah well, when's but, the last time you ran away from... Crazy shooting during oh, a bank robbery. I guess robbery. it would be last September uh, really? and last June. No, really? No, I'm making oh. all this up. I've never been in, in that knows, kind of situation. Who knows how you're going to act? Well, I mean, you, of course, uh, you want to be safe, but of course, the adrenaline's also telling you to get the hell out of there, you know? just Yes, of course. But run, the, but just so running well. towards where the guys are shooting makes no sense to me. But yeah. you know, I guess, but there's just shooting everywhere and there's guys everywhere. They definitely had a, a good budget for, yes. because they, like all their chases and everything was like you know there was a lot of cranes because yeah. there were no drones back then doing that no stuff. no drone no, the helicopters and, and helicopters and and, yeah. and and big cranes and yeah. stuff yeah. yeah and they and they were like they're not, not nothing shot on sound stages it's all locations no. in, yeah and uh, it's all it's all like uh probably was it 35 or was it wasn't 70 i don't think uh, it was 35 35 millimeter yeah yeah i, I yeah. don't think it was shot in 70 millimeter it would have been nice if it was yeah. especially that that you know that big shootout in the downtown part yeah which was pretty amazing um, Did you, um, when you got this for Black Dog originally, was it like brand new on VHS? What I mean by that is, was Black Dog already in business when this was available or did you get this when you well it was released i don't know exactly what month it was released in 96 we opened in march of 96 okay so i'm gonna think probably because it came out in december of 95 so i imagine it probably came out in the fall 
on uh, on home video. The reason I'm asking because it's such an acclaimed, such a beloved like cult film. Even now, I mean, which is weird to say about a film that was a huge hit. You know, it's a cult film, but it's maintained this cult. All I'm saying is all the years I worked at Black Dog since like 2005, it was always a top rental. So much so like we had a second copy, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. of the yeah. Blu-ray and the DVD. Like it was one that was always renting. And if we had it for sale, it would be bought immediately. Yeah. All I'm wondering is, was it always a top renter like that? Like obviously it would have been a top renter when it was brand new. But did it always sustain? Well, it's such a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I think it probably was. Um, it, 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 it That definitely rented. It, I remember us having it, two tapes with yeah. uh, Celluloid Drugstore so in, two, in 2000. <laughs> yeah. In 2000, mm-hmm. we had we had that on tapes, and we got it on DVD when it first came on DVD, I think. Right. Uh, maybe that might not have been until Black Dog, but it rented a lot then, too. We've shown it renting. a few times at the Rio, and one time it didn't really even have a lot of promotion yeah. or whatever. It just kind of gets stuck on last minute, but it drew a huge crowd. So I'd love to see it on People, the big screen. Yeah, yeah it's I, really beloved. I, I, after watching this, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it on the big screen. I watched like about an hour documentary on the making of it mm-hmm. this afternoon, and it just made me want to watch it all over again. Because yeah. there's, so, there's so much in it. It's such a rich, uh, you know, wonderfully made film, and everybody's so good. Like, uh, people complain... I know some of you, some people complain about the scene with um, De Niro and uh, Pacino, the one scene they basically have together. And uh, well, they they have actually they have I I, I always heard that over the years, and I always rem- remembered. Oh yeah, I think they have a couple scenes, and they do have a really good scene at the end. Oh, yeah, of course, when they're dead, when they she's dying and, and stuff. It's but, shorter, and but, also technically the moment where they meet in the car. In the car, another yes. scene when he yeah. first meets. But the, the, I guess the, the main scene, the, the main scene in the in the diner, yeah, which is. Which, you know, it's, I, it's a little stagey for sure, but I thought it was fun. I th- I liked it a lot. I thought it had a good intensity to it. And, and, and you have to have those guys. Yeah, you can't and, have them in the same movie and not have and a... not have them have some <laughs> kind of interaction. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, they're in the Godfather movies, but yeah. they weren't on the same... Yeah. Timelines. Yeah, so yeah, yeah there were different timelines. Time, so. right? Yeah, yeah. And I was I was funny to see uh, Henry Rollins show up. Yeah, was, I know, uh, right? Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh yeah, Henry Rollins is in that. Uh, he was like uh, William Fitchner's uh, like bodyguard. Bodyguard. But did assistant. you re- no. did you remember the other major kind of a recording star acting cameo in there? Was it besides Henry Tone Rollins? Loke? Tone, Tone Loke. Loke. Yeah, yeah. The wild yeah. thing himself. Well, it's yeah. funny because I, I was watching the uh, the credits at the end. It's like Tone Loke is in this fucking thing. Yes, he is. <laughs> and yeah. then Josie me- uh, reminded me this afternoon uh, that he was uh, he was the brother of the yeah. guy, one of the, the guy the guy that. The Al Pacino's was was shaking down. Yeah, who he was. I like when he starts yelling at that guy too. Yeah, he really yelled at that (laughs) guy. The kid's like, "Ah." yeah, (laughs) it's pretty awesome. But yeah, I I like that. When I remember, like, I don't remember anything about the plot, and the the plot's really interesting because the original heist with the when the the big uh, um, tow truck slams into the. the money with money car, whatever the fuck is this thing's armored car, armored car, armored car. Because <laughs> um, that kind of goes south. That sort of sets everything yeah. in motion. Yeah, because it does. Uh, and it, it sets off a few different storylines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a scene when um, uh, William Fitcher's on the on the phone with De Niro, and Fitcher's going to basically rip him off. Yeah, and De Niro's like totally threatening him. And then, because uh, he's going to, there's a yeah. dead man on the other line, on the yeah. other end of the phone. Yeah. And then, <laughs> the look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And then he basically spends the rest of his movie, like, in hiding, living yeah. in his yeah. office. Because I, just at the point in the movie where I started wondering, what happened to that guy? Because I'm trying to keep track of the storylines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he reappears and he, and he basically says to the to the camera, and 
to whatever characters are. I've been living in this office for weeks, and I love that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, he kind of <laughs> chuckle. It was like he was. <laughs> well, he he looks he looks like so sweaty, and sure, his yeah. shirt smells awful. Does it, does awful it feel like he's he can leave the office right? And they've been kind of shedding like, his pants. Literally, they've, and they've, they've been just putting off dealing with him because yeah, they kind of forgot busy. about him. Actually, they're busy. Yeah. You know, they got shit other shit to do. Yeah, yeah, but that all comes back into play, and at it the all end. comes back. Into yeah. Yeah. indeed. But um, and there's a, a scene with um. There's a, they're all out for dinner, and, and yeah. Tom, Tom Sizemore is telling a story, and he's so happy, and he's kissing his wife, loving his wife, and like, dude's gonna die. Yeah. Anybody who's that is anybody, any criminal is that happy in a movie. That's it. That's it for him. I was surprised thinking back to realize that I didn't actually see this in the theater when it came out, which is kind of surprising because I was in film school at the time, and I was really like, yeah, I gotta see this, gotta see that. But there were a few new films, and I know this is, isn't no, just No, it happens like to everybody. Run-of-the-mill run of new film or whatever. Yeah. It was like a new Michael Mann at the time and with the much-heralded like De Niro Pacino thing. And But uh, yes, for some reason I didn't see it. I think it was a lot because like I had a lot of nighttime classes, and then yeah. oh, my day's off, lo and you know, behold. I, I wanted to go out and party as a student, but somehow I skipped seeing this three-hour epic. Because yeah. I remember seeing like Casino, which was around the same time. I remember seeing, like going out of my way to see those ones when they were brand new in theater. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I missed Heat. Yeah, I didn't see it. I and I it. definitely want to see it in the theater yeah. in the future. Oh, hopefully play it again play at the Rio. Yeah, and yeah. 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 So Father's Day next year. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, I've come to come to think of it, I don't think I've seen any Michael Mann movie in the theater. Like I look back at all of them, I don't think I I've saw seen The movie. Insider in the theater, yeah. and a few. I, as I saw I saw yeah. Last of the Mohicans. At the I saw I saw Last of the Mohicans at the th- in the theater. Yeah. I saw. Is that any good, Last of the Mohicans? I've never seen. It. I only saw it's, it once, brand new. It was. I don't know if it, it was. I I, re- I remember it being like okay, good. It's kind of a long it was, chase. It was right? good, and and yeah. but I don't remember much about. That's Daniel Day Lewis. About it, that's right. Daniel Day Lewis. You know, everybody was raving over him, but yeah. that's what they do in any movies. In so, especially in that era, yeah, he was on a real. I always scene. wanted Name to. Of the father. I, I wish I'd. I, you know, I never saw Manhunter in the on the screen, even though I was only twenty when it came out. I could have. I just missed it somehow. Huh. Saw it on tape, but yeah, I've never been a big fan of Manhunter. I mean, I, I respect it because you know it's an early incarnation of this, like the iconic Hannibal. Lecter character yeah. as, as briefly as he is in that movie and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's like an early Michael Mann. Well, stuff, you don't like uh, you don't like William Peterson, do you? No, I'm yeah. not a oh, big there you William go. Peterson yeah. fan. I wasn't even going to say that. In fact, I forgot he was in Manhunter. I'm just mostly thinking about the guy with the striking eyes. Yeah. What was his name again? Uh, Tom, Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. Exactly. Right. Who plays? Like he's effective in it. It definitely has elements. But I've never been a huge fan overall. I find. The music always makes me groan in Michael Mann it's movies, and it cheesy. happened a couple of times with Heat too. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of times it's where it, well, it is it is it's a little on the nose or something. It is yeah. 30 years old, but I thought over yeah. overall the music was was I, really I, subtle and really. I, I liked it in in Heat I, this time through anyway. But I liked it. I was surprised to not see in this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. There was no touching beach sequence. A lot of Michael Mann movies. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Include a scene on you're, a beach yeah, and in the inside. Yeah, snuck one. And and you know they were they're 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 in L.A. They could have. Yeah. I'm just thinking, but there wasn't any beach scenes in this. There was, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no, not there right was. There that. were. You, there was. I think there was a couple of scenes where you could see the sea. Wasn't Pacino making out on the beach at the beginning? I thought Wait they were in minute. the house. They really were in the house. house. Okay. They were on a bal- They were on the balcony. I think. Yeah, because De Niro, De Niro had a house. Did uh, I miss it on the beach? He had a house on the on the beach. Yeah, which is a beautiful house, but there's like it's such a such a cold like empty i guess like like his personality yeah it was just a know, sort of austere yeah it was you just, know it was everything was like he had like a like a two or three plates two or three everything was just efficient yeah. you know because he lived his whole life just being 
efficient and had living his life by this specific set of rules that he had to adhere to. And when he didn't, at the end, look what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He should have stuck with it. But yeah. But I, I kept thinking, like, and Amy, Amy Brennerman. Brennerman. Yeah. Brennerman uh, what's her name? Edie? Edie. Yeah, yeah. She plays Edie in the. Yeah. Um, she didn't actually want to be in this. She thought it was too violent and gross. And then uh, Michael Mann well, says. Well, her, her reactions are pretty valid. Then, yeah. <laughs> but, but Michael Mann said, well, that's perfect. Because that's, yeah. that's, you know, you're the only like ray of hope in this whole movie for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, I talk about the like a whirlwind romance, like going down the drain right away. It's yeah. kind of like even though she's sticking with him for whatever reason, like for whatever first reason. she meets him, I can see okay, it's this kind of quirky. He's way older than me. We've met. We're two loners. There's We've connected, but then it's like, wait a minute. He's. I wonder if this guy who's sweeping me off my feet is actually involved in this major heist with like yeah. mass <laughs> killings. And then on top of that. You kind of overlook that. Okay, I'll still run away with you. And then they pull over, and he's like, "I'll be right back. I got to do something." And you think he's gonna go get a change of clothes or something? And, and, and then coffee. suddenly, it's like SWAT teams are yeah. moving, and you're like, "This guy, helicopter trouble." And, yeah. This guy is really like, but I don't know about you, but if I were on a date, yeah, <laughs> and I was being swept on my feet by someone, and then it's like, you know. SWAT team Chaos, crackdown. It's people yeah. running out. Of I don't know if I'd be hotel. able to get past the fact that I think you're involved with like this massacre heist yeah. heist massacre yeah. in the downtown yeah. with innocent bystanders or the fact that you step into a building and a SWAT team arrives <laughs> yeah, everybody what is more of a red flag right yeah there's a few red flags going on yeah, with De Niro's character so. yeah. and like she's known him for what three days yeah, or something know, like that yeah. she's willing to like go out I don't know go to New Zealand I think they were yeah I, I, it's hard to say sometimes I, I the timeline was like it seems like it's only a couple days mm-hmm. but like could they do all that yeah because like, the, they, they had to plan that heist yeah and uh, because they had to they abandoned the other one because the cops were onto them when they yeah. heard uh, they heard the the guy make the noise and there and was the, like the a, there was sort of this intimation with the cops too that they had spent a certain amount of time getting info on most of the guys mm-hmm. and they hadn't found anything yet on one guy so they they were following the other guys before they even knew about De Niro yeah yeah because he had no history no record or anything yeah. like that although they they did have a record because he was he was in prison yeah prison he was in, yeah. yeah apparently the as I said based on a real guy same mm-hmm. name. Back in the '60s, who did uh, like a lot of time was in Alcatraz, and oh, okay, and then um, he got out, and then the cop, who is like a Chicago cop, who's been I watched this in the documentary yep. today. Um, Al Pacino's character is based on him, and actually the same thing, sort of cat and mouse, kept an eye uh. on him. They actually had the same thing when they um, the uh, the cops kind of knew where they were going, so they set up all the surveillance in this building. And the, the, these guys came in, and, they, and what they did, they just sat there. They got in, they sat there for 10, 15 minutes without saying a word. The the bad guys. And then some one of the cops got up to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and then so they, they blew their whole cover, and oh then, my god, yeah, it blew that whole job, and so that was. I, I, I thought I, I, that scene was great to me that that the, uh, and just the the expression after the cop sits down and everybody goes, I, I know, yeah. <laughs> and they're trying not to make any noise yet because yeah. maybe he didn't hear it, maybe yeah, he didn't hear it. Know, that, that's so intense. De Niro's look, and oh yeah, I I, I couldn't again remember. You know, it's been years since I've seen, like, what is going to be his call in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. yeah when he had, uh, like, that, put it on, like, sort of like x ray vision or whatever. Yeah. Had, but he's still staring the at the vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty great. That was a great, uh, a great scene. That's yeah. going to be a Facebook profile pick for me soon. Daenerys <laughs> face in heat <laughs> with that Excellent. infrared image. Or, or you know, uh, this movie, like, every time I hear the name of it, I hear it pronounced in the, uh, the proper Quebecois name from that customer who always rented it. Oh right, the French guy. It was the same guy who who liked um, the man on uh, fire. No, the um, oh that guy. 
the the one with uh, Christian Slater and uh, Sean Connery and the name of the rose, name of the rose. Oh right, yeah. So he come in and he go, "Do you want to eat? Eat? I want the rent to eat." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? You want to eat what?" He's like, thinking, "I want to rent. I want to rent the eat." You're thinking, "Oh, the the Stephen King." Yeah. Yeah. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah. Right. No, no. I want well, to eat, eat. It's funny because that, that's... Oh, it. Burt Reynolds, 1986. <laughs> that same guy, because uh, he come, he, he came in and asked me one time, he goes, do you have that Sean Connery movie where he's a monk? And yeah. I was like, uh, Name of the Rose? No, that's not it. No, <laughs> no that's not it. <laughs> and then uh, so I thought, It's another one where he's a yeah, monk. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's it. He goes, no, he was drunk at the time as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went and I showed him the box. He goes, oh, yeah, that's it. And then I brought it up. I looked at his account. It's the fourth time he'd rented it. <laughs> I imagine he was probably hammered every single time. Oh, yeah. But, yeah I'll never forget a woman with a thick accent, European, I guess, once was walking by the store and she leans in the front door and door was open. She calls in, do you have Gigolo starring Schneider? Gigolo <laughs> starring Schneider? Is that... Uh, Quick, we're playing Jeopardy now. <laughs> oh, that's the Rob Schneider. Uh, yeah, that, just the, the Gigolo. No, male gigolo? Uh, Deuce, Deuce Bigolo, male gigolo. Right. Ding, 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 ding. Right. Josie wins. Yeah. Well, it was, a, it was a team effort. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw that piece of junk. There's a scene when they're um, they're driving on the highway. Pacino's trying to catch up. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's in a helicopter for some reason. Then he gets yeah. dropped off at a car, and then he has to catch up. There's a little bit of a 24 kind of action going on. There, yeah. And it, it, looked, it, it looked so... It was almost comical. Yeah. The way it's like... It's almost like... Um, What's that? The uh, police squadish oh, kind yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah. fast uh, driving. Yeah, yeah, but it was you know, th- things like little things like that just make this movie a little more enjoyable. I think the little weird I mean, things. I, I, the, the inter- one of the interesting little side plots was the, um, the, the Dennis Haysbert as the ex-con who's becoming a fry cook or whatever. Yeah, he's got a and, shitty boss. And you're like, okay, that guy's going to join them and get killed sometime, and then you forget <laughs> about him for a while. And then yeah. they bring him back, and yeah. you go, like, oh yeah, yeah, that guy. But they, they even gave him like a nice little little yeah. depth character gave, with his, yeah. like, his girlfriend. He, he had and... as much depth as uh, Val Kilmer, really. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I remember the first time when I watched it too. I wondered if he was going to be kind of like a ray of hope, like not yeah. go through with it, like when De Niro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it could it even could be it, like the, he the, could turn it down and then somehow foil it or something. But the, of course, the scene, that's the scene discarded played immediately. It, it could have, you could have had that go that yeah, way, I felt. There was enough background with the guy at that point that I thought maybe he well, might. It's because you're kind of rooting for him. Too. You're rooting yeah, for him a little bit. Because yeah. he's got that awful boss that and that shitty boss. job. Yeah. And uh, but you know, as soon as you threw the guy through the dishes and stuff, yeah. like, that's you know, yeah. you can't you can't come back from that because oh, he's no, gonna, no. the very least, he's gonna end up back in prison because yep. uh, breaking his parole. Yeah, and that that actor later uh, uh, became was the president on Twenty Four with Kiefer Sutherland. Dennis Haysburg. He was the first president. Yeah, they had well, whenever there. I see him, I he say, was oh, the proto Barack Obama. Yeah, I always say that's the president every time I see that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Was he in Far From Heaven? With Julianne Moore, the I never uh, saw that. He might, he may have been, yeah. The might Todd Haynes movie, yeah, which I've only him. ever seen once, but absolutely, I think loved. that I think I think yeah, it was him, yeah. Yeah, right. it's just been years. I haven't seen it since it was it, brand me new. Me too, in the but theater, I think that's right. a wonderful movie. It is, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a scene when um wonderful at the at the, uh, the, the <laughs> bank the bank heist when. Uh, uh, Tom Sizemore is running and he grabs the, the kid and uses oh, yeah. the kid as a shield. Uses the kid yeah. as a shield. But, but fucking Pacino shoots him anyways. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody, no cop would ever do that. Yeah. Even if you're, well, maybe if you're out like, you yeah. know, ripped and then, cocaine. And then, and, then, and then he's like, you know, hugging the kid. It's going to be okay. <laughs> the kid's traumatized the kid's for life. Like super, oh, this this guy who just shot this yeah, guy in the head. Yeah. He's now hugging him. He's got brains all over yeah. But that, yeah, that, the, the, yeah. I love I love heist movies. Yeah. And this is, uh, for me, is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Like the, the everything about the, 
the bank heist and like you you just know it's going to go south of course it's so it's yeah. no fun if it doesn't of course by the way Sizemore though that he does have that moment where he's like he's contemplating whether or not to join in and yeah. De Niro's even like you've got a pretty good life now and lists all the things he has and says I could see why you'd walk away and he's like I think he says, like, the juice is the action. Like, I almost yeah. wish he didn't say that. I mean, yeah. it's corny and it doesn't harm the movie or whatever, mm. but I would so much would have rather, like, him coming to the kind of decision, like, with an expression or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember just, yeah, the just, Wild Bunch, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> with the, which is a great line. It is a yeah. great line. Yeah. Of course, I mean, he's it's a line, just yeah. like this one but, is about, but I would rather him, rather than explain, like, it's kind of, it's pretty obvious these guys, it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. That's why yeah. But, you know, I'm thinking, like, while I'm watching this, like, they should never have done that heist. The cops yeah. were watching them all the time. They knew something was up. They knew something was up. And, 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 like, real pros like that, you know, take time between their jobs. Yeah. You know, and, and they, they feel any heat, mm-hmm. right? And they use that term constantly well that's the thing just to remind you well that was the De Niro's mantra like you have to like walk away 30 seconds from anything if the heat's around the corner I'm surprised heat made the cut because I know both of you share that philosophy where if like when the cold's around the corner with a movie, you just get out of there in 30 seconds flat. So I'm surprised you survived all of heat leaving well, you yeah. so well, cold. See, I prefer the cold than the heat. Uh, <laughs> but that's just me. Also, lest we forget another weird subplot, like I could see why it's in there because it's trying to ground him, but it's it's so barely there is the Natalie Portman troubled daughter. Yeah. yeah. yeah I kind of... Yeah. Forgot she was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she disappears for like and two then, hours and until then, like sitting down yeah. now. Even I forgot even yeah. while rewatching. Well, and it then you know now. comes back in a big way at yes. like a hugely stressful time in the plot for mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Then they got to deal with this. Yeah, and and you know he has that nice comeback moment. You know over that with the wife, and then Pager goes off and she's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Yeah, was this was this was this, a, was this before um, Leon was made, like a, or Beautiful Girls? Is this? A, it's after I Leon. Just, it's after. Yeah, she's a couple of years older, I think. It's oh, okay. after Leon and right before Beautiful Girls. Oh, okay, just before she's becoming or same time a fairly big star. Yeah, but yeah, it was that was a it was I thought that was a you know, little another little layer of interest. Yeah, wasn't she? But that was the other moment too. Is like the wife earlier in the film gives the explanation of what he is about. And I think I don't think you really need all that, but whatever, it still yeah. works. Yeah. It was a bit of corny exposition, but I, I can move with that. Doesn't doesn't harm, you know, the yeah. stellar entertainment that is heat, but uh, at least which I consider it to be. Yeah. One of one of my favorite stellar scenes is um Pacino and his wife's um uh marriage is completely falling apart. And he comes home and she's got oh, she's another got- guy there. And uh who who is also vaguely familiar as I've like seen him in some like of he's he's a like you know, tertiary character in a yeah. lot of things, like he usually, secondary. He usually plays like a sleazy, sleazy guy like, of some kind. Yeah. yeah, but he was so funny. This his name. Yeah. I think his name is Ralph. And uh, she yeah. has a, she has a line. And she's like, and I had to demean myself with Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's sitting, sitting right, right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Ralph. Yeah. Sit down, Ralph. <laughs> he thought it was going pretty good. What is the actress's <laughs> name again? What is her name again? Do you remember? Uh, I can't remember. Her she's name. also in. Uh, I didn't recognize one her, that actually. I totally enjoy from the eighties called FX. Oh, really? no, the Brian Brown one. Before. Yeah, she's Brian Brown's partner in that is, film. Is she, she also plays the wife in Bird. There's uh, the, the, the funny scene when, I don't know why, but uh, Pacino's so mad at 
poor old Ralph. Yeah. He's like, but he's more mad that he's watching his TV, his shitty yeah. little yeah, TV. So he yeah. Takes, and he takes the little TV with him. And, and then, then, and then stops and kicks it out of the car. In I, front I, of some, I knew he, some, and, and I didn't remember that he did that, but I'm like, he's going to do that. Yeah. I, it's I, definitely what he's going to do. I thought I, he was going to offer it to them. because That's exactly. Like, hey, he's probably sitting at the bus stop. Hey, exactly. Buddy, you want a TV? Yeah. But I just boots it out of the car and it drives away, which would be a pretty funny story for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. This coked up cop. Exactly. Yeah, they do mention that he used to work in Vice, you know. I think it might have been a fantastic movie if we just a little bit shorter. A little bit shorter, because it is, just, it just, is long. Just, you could tighten up and still have most of those good moments with, like, you know, Val Kilmer and the wife. And, mm-hmm. and like, I really like that whole oh, scene yeah, Ashley after. Judd, another, well, yeah, Ashley, Ashley Judd. Yeah. Pretty young Ashley Judd, I think. Yeah. It's an early movie for her, maybe. Probably, yeah. Uh, but you know, she does the, what she can with what she's given, the you know, roles, none, yeah. of, none of the women in this are really given very dynamic roles. They're it, all dependent yeah. on the men and it's, it's a, all it's, about the dudes. It's a know? dude, it's a dude movie because it's a heist true. movie. Yeah. It's all like, but, but I, I feel dudes. like most of them, you know, really actually really show up for what they got yeah. in it. That's something I appreciated watching this time through was like, I'm like, you know, a lot of these movies, you know, the, 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 the characters like that, that don't get all the thing and, mm-hmm. Uh, don't get much, you know. They don't need to do much, so they don't. It would it would have been nice if like uh, one of the crew was a woman? Yeah, that would have been. Well, little... then you would have had a little bit more like you see. Ronan had that aspect where you had one of the women. One of them was a woman. Oh, right? I don't uh, have to watch that again. Irish, Irish gal. I haven't seen that since I saw it in the theater. I seen it once yeah. when it came out. I remember, I remember liking it, but I don't remember anything about it. I used to conflate the two of them a little bit. Yeah, well, it's car chases, car chases, and, and Nero's and stuff. In it. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Actually, that might be a good pairing. It was Frankenheimer. You done any other Frankenheimers? Has uh, De Niro done any other Frankenheimers? No, has have the podcast. We haven't done any Frankenheimers. No, he's yeah. got a few uh, worthy. Yeah. You know which one I really like was the Train. Uh, oh the, yeah, uh, the I, I, wa- I watched one. that when we got the DVD. Yeah, Manchurian really Candidate is uh, yeah. My, I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't By seen the that way, I read an interview with Frankenheimer once. He started his career as an actor. He yeah. claims he turned down an offer to play James Bond. Was he really? British, Frankenheimer? I have no I idea. I don't even know. Look, I, I think he was. I think he was actually. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? But they may have been willing to Americanize the character. Yeah, at the that's time, true. But maybe he was British. Oh yeah, but there's that. That's the the suicide scene. Um, yeah. Attempted suicide with uh, Natalie Portman's character yeah. when Pacino brings her into the hospital and just starts barking at the yeah. doctors uh, on what to do, t- telling them uh, <laughs> yeah. rampart, rampart. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, they're doctors. You know, they probably yeah. know what to do. To give her some epinephrine. Yeah, seven IV. <laughs> <laughs> The, the end, you know, after De Niro, he's got his fake ID. Yeah. His, uh, uh, Annie Brennan's going yeah. with him. And he can just see when he's driving. He just, he, he knows he shouldn't. That's a, It's a good, like, without much dialogue scene where you just see it in his face and yeah. her face too. Like, yeah, because oh, they're using yeah. the, the serial killer's bait to come yep. in you know, yep. and nail him. Yeah. But because uh, he was just stuck to his, his rules he lived his whole life by. Yeah, they could have yeah. gone to was it where they, they were going go to go to New Zealand? New Zealand, that's yeah, it. they could still be there, but uh, no, well, well, this is the always that's another one of those tropes of you know the one last job, of course, yeah. kind of thing, you know, and then yeah. we'll we'll go off to do whatever, but of course, no, the, the last job, yeah, and pretty lack security at that airport, I have to say, finding a it's just, it's too late. <laughs> oh yeah, just running like around, running through everywhere, the, yeah, like running across the tarmac, and yeah, I don't think you'd see that nowadays. Well, we kind of blew through this, uh, yeah, one fairly fast. What do I got here for anything that's of... What's, any it, other interesting trivias? Oh, there's a, a sequel coming out. What? Yeah. 
There's a sequel. It's it's. I think it went into production last fall. With with. I'm preparing myself for a really corny punchline here. No, no, I was surprised actually because uh, Michael Mann wrote a, a book. Yeah. Uh, so it's a prequel and a sequel, so it takes place before and after the events oh. of this film. Oh, so they're going to use the de-age stuff from from leftover from the Irishman or something? Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Irishman cutting floor <laughs> stuff. But I don't I don't know any details. Oh wow! But I was just reading about that today. I was like, I was surprised by that. I, I knew there was a book. Well, I only recently found out in the past few months a friend was visiting from Toronto who's a big fan of this movie and -hmm. he brought up it's really weird I was watching City TV recently and there was this TV movie on there and it was word for word the same dialogue and scenarios as Heat so I looked into it and uh, this was produced first as a pilot for a potential series by Man in the 80s and it aired as a TV movie when it wasn't picked up as a series. Yeah. It's called L.A. Takedown. L.A. Takedown, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the studio is balked at it. Whoever whoever was producing it, because they didn't like the um, the lead guy playing, I guess it was uh, either the Pacino, Pacino or the De Niro character, and Michael Mann refused to redo it because they wanted to redo the whole thing. Mm. And he said, nah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it got canceled. But yeah, I never saw it. Uh, but so one, uh, one of those cases of the director remaking his own film, which happens occasionally. Yeah. It's always kind of like, a, usually like a European director making an yeah. American version, which is never as good. No. It just can't, it just can't they, be as good. Can't Sometimes that. of their own no. movie too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's like like uh, Haneke did uh, Funny Games. Yeah. And Even though that movie destroyed me, the English version. I saw the English, I've only seen the English language version of Funny Games and the movie kicked my ass. I've only seen the and German I've one. I've never seen thing. the German one, but I was I was going to, and I just I just it's not top on my list yeah. right now. Well, after my experience, and that was yeah. like a decade ago when yeah. I saw. I don't I don't like that Michael American Pitt guy, so that's why I never watched it. But um, and the thing is, I know it was basically the same thing, so I don't need to see it again. And uh, the guy that did the vanishing did a yeah, an American. It was oh yeah, he did. Oh yeah, yeah, it was piss poor. Jeff Bridges totally over the top as a killer, and it ends with a ridiculous shot where instead of the completely classic chilling, I won't spoil it ending of the original vanishing, yeah. this we'll one spoil, ends we'll spoil with, this one though. fair enough. It's a bad, <laughs> but it ends, it's one of the worst kind of yeah. bogus uplifting endings ever tagged on. They, the two characters sit down, Kiefer Sutherland and the female lead almost drink the coffee and then realize they shouldn't and, and laugh about it on a freeze frame. So like, it's, so is all a dream. No, no, just that. It never happened? No, it happened, but they survive. And then at the end, they're offered coffee by someone else. And they're like, yeah, sure. And they're about to drink it. And they're like, uh, like, bing. Like uh. they have this moment where they, you can't see it in a podcast, but they kind of point and giggle at each that other. That sounds terrible. It is god awful. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I never. The original's still great. But yeah, some of them. I did like, though, the Insomnia remake by Nolan. I've seen them both. Yep. Both films are great. Both, I, both are good films. Yeah. And I really liked what they added to the Nolan one, like the Hilary yeah. Swank character. And I liked how Pacino's like, don't lose your way and stuff. Right. It gave it a bit more meat on the bones. Robert Williams was the bad guy in that, right? He yes. was, yeah. 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 yeah, he was really good in that. He, he was really he, good he, in that. He played a good creep. Yep. A little bit of, uh, of trivia. This uh, The LA um, X, uh, the airport part, was yes. almost not filmed because the Unabomber had phoned in uh, bomb threats. Oh, wow. At the time. <laughs> Remember that guy? Well, that's time, time that he just, he just died. Passed. He just, he just died. Yeah. 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 It's funny because I, so I just got an order for the documentary. Oh, really? Uh, about? The, about uh... Yeah, the Unabomber, LSD, and something, wow. something, something. <laughs> it's, called, it's called The Net. Um, okay. But yeah, it's weird. It's all these things happening at once, which is kind of strange. And uh, I guess it was the movie was shown on television in 1999. Yeah. But um, Michael Mann wanted to um, show it over two nights because it's a long movie, but they cut out over 40 minutes of it to wow. shoehorn it in. 
and uh, he took his name off of it and replaced it with Alan Smithy as director. Which <laughs> is like, why even bother? Like, why yeah. even bother? Like, if you're going to show the movie, yeah. show the movie. Yeah. You know, like I remember, like you know, growing up, you know, I would always be so excited to see what movies were going to be coming on. Like, they always have a fall preview. Yeah. And what movies are going to be coming on TV? Because it's the only way you can watch them if you miss yeah. them in the theaters. That's right. And uh, and then you watch them, you'd be so disappointed because it'd be edited, swearings yeah. at all, yeah. taking care of the violence. Yeah. And then by the time it gets to the end, there's a commercial every like six or seven minutes. Yeah. And it's like, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Thank God for home video. Yeah. A couple of other little things. Yeah. Um, apparently, this uh, movie has inspired a lot of uh, uh, copycat crimes. Oh, sure. There's that one famous one that happened a couple of years later in North Hollywood. Where there's two guys shooting their way up the street. I don't know if you guys remember that. Or no, not. I don't remember. Oh, I was, it was amazing. They had oh, amazing wow. footage. Of these two guys wearing complete body armor. Wow. And they, they both ended up getting killed by the cops. Yeah. But they were like, they carjacked cars. They shot like 11 cops. Wow. Um, and a whole bunch of bystanders. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was insane. You could look it up on, um, on the internet. The internet wow. probably has it somewhere. And there was a link made between this crime and the movie. It came out two, this, the, the, the crime happened two years after the movie. And it's very similar to the, the big oh. shootout. With the, cause they're wearing the hockey masks or whatever. The, yeah. Well, these guys were a little more done up. They were probably have yeah. actual yeah. body armor. Because the, the hockey mask, they wore the hockey mask for the first heist with the, the, right, the, the money car. Why can't I remember? It's called an armored truck. The money truck. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they just wore like the ski mask or something yeah. in the in the, the bank heist. But it's also uh, this movie is an inspiration for Grand Theft Auto. All the uh, incl- all the various uh, oh, yeah. L.A. set in Grand, sure. Grand Theft Autos, and that that um, sleazy uh, serial killer guy. Yeah. Based on a real guy. That was like, yeah, I, I thought that might be like yeah. some real guy they think, wedged in there. Or something. I think his, his, his actual name too, Wang, Wang Grow or something like Wang, that. Yeah, it was a weird name, eh? yeah. Wang Grow. Yeah, but he was a, an actual criminal in, I think, Chicago and he was a snitch and then he went missing. Body uh, found in Mexico, nailed to the side of a shed. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I know, nailed right? to the side of a shed in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. That's how you want to go. That's, 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 total, that's total insanity. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's all I have for... Ah, for oh, your cat just attacked my foot and I didn't <laughs> know what it was. I think that's all I have for trivia and stuff like that. If you guys... Uh, do you want anything else you want to talk about? No, not really. Yeah. Just, Let's uh, uh, wrap it up. Well, it's a quick one, I guess. It's a quick one. Dill's not here to, to, like, to draw it out with his yeah. accents and his stories yeah. and stuff. Yeah, sorry. Um, you do a really good Al Pacino impression. Oh, like, yeah. Unlike mine. Yeah. Which was like, just shouty. He does do good. Uh, maybe we can, he can interject some yeah. uh, when he, uh, he edits. He edits could, he could throw in some ooh-ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, 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 Josie, you want to start? Oh, wait. Sorry. Greg has something to say over here. Yeah. Sorry to interject. And you no. Can, you can edit this out. But both times I watched the film, there's a problem in it. I'd like to hear your opinion. Yeah. What's yeah. the problem? When Ashley Judd is taken by the police at the you know end of the film yep. and they make a deal waiting for uh, Val Kilmer to show up and she does her little gesture like yeah you're blown yeah and all the cops are watching uh they know what he looks like so she goes oh it wasn't him i found that very hard to do they problematic know problematic thing is that he's the hero to me because he gets away yeah he's the he, only he's one that the does one that gets away and i'm like but you photographed him like after the restaurant scene, for instance. Yeah, he has short hair now, and he's yeah. slightly beaten up. Well, it's like an opera; like you put like cover their eyes, and they can't tell it's the same person. Uh, you know, it's a bit much. Well, like, like they don't they actually get a, a good look at him from their point of view. I think from the the room she's in because they're on like a balcony, they're on a couple floors up. But then they say pull him over anyways. Um, but I don't know if that's those just guys, it. maybe the other cops don't. 
Well, the other when they pull him over, he has a, a fake ID. He has a fake ID that checks out because it's a really good fake ID. And I just could see it just being a comment. The cops just let him get away. I mean, they didn't well, deliberately. No, no, they didn't deliberately by choice. But it's just whatever the the exhaustion of the investigation. Whatever he slipped through the and also and also and also she said loophole. it's not him, and she'd already yeah. agreed to turn him over. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it, I could see that being a a bit of a a stickling point. It worked for me. I didn't yeah. Really yeah, think I mean, twice about it, it. It just barely kind of slipped by for me. I was like, uh. I also, I like that because he could never talk to her again. You know, like I said, yeah. he, he can't, like maybe 10 years down the road yeah. when there, she's not being, you know, like harassed by the police or yeah. surveillance or anything like that because he's still a wanted criminal his, his, for bank his, robbery and murder. It, yeah, and his, ki- his kids, you know, likes her yeah. coming out of the therapy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And what was it? Do you have another, another, uh, no, that was it. That was it. Unless you want to talk about the weird malformation on his elbow, which they don't ever address. Who? Val Kilmer. He had a thing on his elbow? Yeah, he had a huge scar. It was like a tennis ball size. I didn't even notice that. Oh, no. I didn't notice that I'm the only one that ever brings this up. You should start your own podcast just to be <laughs> yeah. called like Val Kilmer in Heat. I should have done. I should have done the sound on this, and moment. you should have sat in. Yeah. Mo- movie scars. Well, yeah, and I had no yeah, no idea. Scars of the stars. Yeah. Scar- well, now when I go watch it again, I'm going to have to keep my eyes out for this guy's swollen elbows. Swollen swollen elbow. I'm going to rewatch it on D- Blu-ray yeah. later. Well, thank, thanks for contributing. That. Thank yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to uh, do um, final thoughts and parents? Yeah. Do you want to start there, Josie? Uh, final thoughts are it, it held up, I think, a little better than I had, you know, feared or, or, or remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, like I said, I had liked it back then, but I just really had not remembered much other than, I think I'd rewatched that coffee scene, you know, on YouTube or something. Right. People, people would link it on Facebook or something. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, but it still, still leaves me a bit cold. I don't, it's not, not my favorite, uh. Michael Mann film. Well, it does have a really cold feel yeah. and look to it. And I do like how it ended better than I, I feared I would. Mm. Uh, they, they went for the multiple endings. And uh, I think for a pairing, I think I'm going to actually, uh, I would go with the other Heat film. Heat Burt Reynolds from 1986. Could do that. <laughs> or um, or what's, that, what's that one with Joe Piscopo? Dead Heat or Dead something heat like that? Or yeah. Street yeah. Williams. Street, 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 City, Street, City, City, City Heat with uh, Bert and Bert, Clint. Bert and Clint. Yeah. Uh, but I was actually just going to go for another De Niro film in uh, Ronin. Yeah. That, which is another 90s action film. And I was like, you know, you could kind of just vibe on those 90s action films. Sorry and it I would gave be that a, spoiler earlier when it I would mentioned be a, a good po- uh, pairing yeah no it's it's uh definitely when i when you when you mentioned heat i think i flashed to a scene of from ronin in my head and i'm like no 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 it's the one with al pacino in yeah right i like to watch that again i haven't seen it i haven't seen that also and and watching this made me want to watch it again yeah what about you alex what are you thinking what's your well uh, heat left you two cold but i had a warmer reception (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah it's not an all-time fave or anything like that but i can see why it is some people's all-time faves it does definitely has its flaws and stuff Mm -hmm. but i can see why like this just reaffirmed me why it is so popular after all these years it does deliver in all the necessary departments and things like that and and um yeah you know amazing action with with you know some interesting character development but it doesn't bog itself down in that it's still you know it's first and foremost a really awesome heist movie heist film and yeah it's got touches of noir and spaghetti western in there and stuff i could see why it's a lot of people's favorites Mm -hmm. favorite film because i know a lot of people who adore this film and say it is 
But yeah, I just think it's a really solid 90s actioner. And yeah, I guess a reliable classic of that era. I'm not yep. going around saying, yeah, classic film, but it has become of that era, like a classic crime film that yep. influences people, you know, Correct. for the well, good who want to make movies yeah, and, and the, whatnot and who have good taste and stuff. And the bad, and, and and the bad to, ones who, who try to actually, copy of course, no, I'm not, not condoning the copycat crime uh, segment of he yeah. admirers. No, but, like uh, but no, no, no. I could just see how though, you know, so many people really, really love this film. And again, why Michael Mann is such a, you know, an acclaimed director because uh, yeah, really deliver the goods when yeah. he wants to. I uh, personally would uh, pair this up with uh, one I just watched recently, Spike Lee's Inside Man. Oh, there yeah. you go. Another yeah. really I, awesome first-rate heist film with some... Wasn't that good? Unexpected chasing. You know what I loved most? Everyone's going on about because I, I know it's because Pacino and De Niro, they have that scene mm-hmm. together where they're talking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just... It just cuts back and forth between the two of them talking in the diner what and whatnot. But there is a scene with... Two, two of the greatest actors ever in Inside Man where Denzel Washington and Jodie Foster confront each other yeah. in a long take. Like that kind of moves yeah. across yeah. the room and stuff and then frames them in a doorway talking about the predicament they have at hand, like each of their own interest in this particular case. And it's a battle of the wits. It's a long take, never cuts away, and it is as riveting as the scene, say, with like De Niro or Pacino. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the De Niro and Pacino had a different angle too because it's like two of the greatest... New York method actors, yeah. they were rivals back in the day yeah. and peers and things like that. Like it's really an interesting, but for two stars, if you really want to see an amazing scene with two, two iconic stars acting in it and holding their own completely against one another in the scene, there is this conversation that takes place between Jodie Foster it's and, funny Denzel um, and it's, Inside Man. It's it, a totally awesome thriller. Inside Man was my, uh, was my pick. Uh, really? By pairing with uh, Quick Change. Oh, that actually, now that I think yeah. about it, I remember that. For me, though, the I think it would be Inside Man, the ultimate double bill, of course, would be with Christopher Plummer and The Silent Partner, still my favorite heist <laughs> movie. But since we're talking about Heat, I would just rope in, yeah, Inside I'd like Man. I Inside Man again, too. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, after after uh, we did yeah. Quick Change, and that was my, my pairing, I watched again uh, the next weekend. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's even better than I remember it being. No, it is yeah. better. Yeah, and Spike Lee, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all for the directors with their personal vision mm-hmm. and stuff, but this is a bit more of like, it was like, fuck it, I'm going to do something slightly more commercial with, with meat no. on the bones, like a first and foremost it's a thriller. It's, it's a, but I would like to see him do more stuff like that. Solid Hollywood yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a whole totally Hollywood production. There's Spike Lee things in it yeah. Yeah. you know that, that scene he always has with like someone's walking but they're not they're like on a dolly or something yeah, yeah. but they kind of look like they're walking yeah, yeah. there's a great scene with denzel in it when he's like That's all of a right. sudden he's really mad yeah and he's walking up the street and it's, i always like that because it's weird because you know it's not real but yeah. it has yeah. some it's just really interesting looking um but yeah inside man's great you should ask me if i would i thought yeah how about you darren oh, what do you think thanks for asking um, you were cold right yeah actually <laughs> Uh, I was just uh, the first time I watched it. I liked it. Um, I didn't like the ending with the running around through the airport stuff. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was just, I don't know. Cause after everything you'd seen already, it was just a, maybe a bit of a letdown ending watching this time around. I'd loved it from beginning to end. It's like an epic classic. One of my favorite heist movies now. And I'm, I've been on a heist, uh, heist jag lately. Nice. I've been watching a bunch of them. Um, and this is one of my favorite ones. It's too long. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff that, uh, I could have used some trimming, like some of the dull um, relationship stuff, yeah. which like I, I didn't think the 
Al Pacino and I can't remember the woman who played his wife. Yeah. I all those scenes were kind of flat and kind of uh, uninteresting to me. Despite they had really sexy scenes, they they also didn't have the the same sort of dorky chemistry that that uh, De Niro and Brenneman had. Yeah, they had like a, a sort of actually like meet cute kind of energy. Yeah. Whereas these two were just like a couple where one of them's really high all the time on coke and the <laughs> other one's just, ang- you know, well, I never get to see you. Well, and, I guess that that's the whole, the whole yeah, gist because but, he's on his third but marriage. They, yeah. And they just didn't, but they also didn't, you didn't get a lot of that chemistry. No. And I don't think I want to see the word sexy and Al Pacino in the same sentence, you know, mm. like, like, the, like, I don't know. He always uh, wanted to do that, you know, he did yeah. that with Ellen Barkin. Oh, Sea of Love. Like, yeah, Cruising. and I, I love, which I love, I love Sea of Love. I, 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 I saw, that I saw that once in the theater and it came out and I really liked it. Again, like to watch I've, that. I've seen that a bunch of times. Yeah. I really like that movie. Yeah. That's a favorite of my sister. One of my sisters loves yeah. that movie. But um, Never yeah. seen it. Oh, you should check it out. You should check oh, it I've, out. I've always heard it's good. If I know only, it was if, like his so-called comeback. Like if only there was a video store down the street that we yeah. could go get a copy We of had it. We had it too. I'm sure RJ has it over at Video Video Cat. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, every, like the that battle in the streets is yeah. so epic. Just the, the 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 way it sounds. The, the gunshots ricocheting off the buildings. It's like such a deep, like unsettling, mm-hmm. in, intense sound. And those shots, like they just they hang in the air yeah. for seconds after. Apparently, they were like tossing off between 800 and 1,000 rounds it per, sounds like per, per it. scene, yeah, like yeah. Per, per take they were doing. I'm glad that went into the direction of how much enemy bullets have heard because when you're like, they were tossing off, and I said, Darren, <laughs> don't go there. Yeah, we've, already, here, we've, already, we've already talked about the, the 83-year-old uh, Al Pacino's dusty erection. You're talking about just firing rounds? Oh. That's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, speaking of, one, one thing I forgot that I wanted to mention was mm-hmm. uh, I was talking about the dorky chemistry with uh, Amy Brenneman and, and uh, De Niro. The scene where she's like, you know, doing the like, oh, where are you from? Which, you, you know, was that was that in the in the in the restaurant? Uh, it was actually later, and they're like getting they're to know back, each other. Well, right? he, they're back at his place. They're back right? at his place, right. and and he's like, oh yeah, I'm from the Bay Area, yeah. like like <laughs> like with this New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> sure you are. And I'm like, why could they not just say he's from Queens or something, like yeah, or he's, wherever he's because from? Because he's he's always has his guard up. Living yeah. he's not. He's I just, guess, yeah. but but you know. That would have been a red flag for me right there. It's like the well, guy the guy who sounds like Robert De Niro. He's full of red flags. <laughs> yeah. Everything about him is a red flag. What does he have like sticking out of his hat? Like, yeah. Like everything just, about him. Yeah. But um and uh, apparently the uh there's a scene when um Val Kilmer is shooting yeah, yeah. and then and then he crutches behind the car and he jams he changes the, 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 there, the magazine yeah. and stands up and starts shooting again. That's used in army training videos saying if you can't if you can't uh, put do that a, as well as Val it, Kilmer. Then you shouldn't be in the army. <laughs> you can do it as well as this actor. But um, now I, yes, I loved watching it. I liked it way more than the first time I nice. saw it. And the ending worked for me. Yeah. Because you know it was going to pan out that I, way. I liked it a lot more yeah. than I thought I would. Although yeah. the way the way that um, they shot it with the uh, at the just before the the tarmac at the mm-hmm. at the um, LAX, they don't turn the lights off no. between planes. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. Yeah, that's that's just, when yeah. you see the guy from remember airplane. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's making a hat. Johnny or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I highly recommend it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been honest, I was I was thinking of like oh, I'll watch because like I kept the uh, the Blu-ray yeah. uh, after the we closed for myself with the intention of watching. I was going to watch it with uh, with my kid, but uh, watching movies like him is like pulling teeth. So yeah. it's never good, especially a three-hour movie. Um, but uh, I thought, oh, fine, I'll just watch this again and then I'll sell the Blu-ray. But no, I think I'm going to keep this and watch nice. it every now and then because um, it's great. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's just a solid character piece. Worth, worth I, a rewatch. Yeah, I know. I know you can always say, 
yeah, trim it a bit or whatever. But I really admire the fact that he went all the way out, Michael yeah. Mann, to make no, an well, epic. You well, know, you, epics are well. You know what it few is few and far in between, at least in that <laughs> not, era. Not, too, not anymore. It's like, not anymore. Yeah. But then it was like, I, I mean, especially for like just a crime film. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, like it's I, awesome I, that he went the distance. I've been for, I've been watching a lot of three hour movies lately. Like yeah. I watched um, the new John Wick one, which I enjoyed. Excuse mm-hmm. me, way too long. Uh, the new Ari Aster one, which I enjoyed yep. for the first two thirds, but it's way too long. Yep. I just, I just, I just yearn for the days when I when I put check the running time on a movie. Yeah. If it's like an hour and a half, yeah, hour like, and yes. thirty five four minutes, yes, it's a win. Yeah. Even if it's under that, it's like yeah. yes. <laughs> oh yeah. But um, a movie like this, because it is epic, and it's I don't, yeah. I, it's it's long, but I, it's it's all it's all fine. It's all it's it's yeah. just, it is what it is. It's a it's a great modern, I guess modern. Yeah. Sort of modern, yeah. Uh, heist film, and I, yeah, I loved it. Pairings for me, I had, I came up with three. Um, the obvious one for me would be Thief. Yeah, uh, Michael Mann's first movie. It has the same sort of feel to it. A lot of it shot at night, and it has that great. Uh, well, Tangerine Dream, Tangerine Dream didn't do the score in this one, but it has sort of a similar feel uh, with that, with the sound design and the score. Well, they and stuff they like have that. that that you know instead of doing the like always nighttime in LA or always daytime in LA they switch it up mm-hmm. right I, I just always found Michael Mann's a bit prone like the soundtracks to like they're almost like musical like riffs or what rips or whatever they're kind of it's kind of like a wet fart like I'm like you always kind of sneak those in the background mm-hmm. yeah I find that with both Thief and Heat don't yeah. get me wrong they they work but there were there were moments in the soundtrack where it was a bit too well it is date it's a little dated it's 30 fart, years, it's 30 yeah. years old yeah so but a wet for, fart, for a movie that's that old which isn't yeah. that which isn't that old um it's still I think it still holds up uh like yeah. wonder, wonderfully um, the other two pairings I had uh, were um, Runaway Train, sure, because of uh, John Voight's character, yeah, yeah, uh, and I love him in Runaway Train. I want to do that for the podcast sometime soon. And the other one was a movie I just saw, another heist movie I watched uh, last week called Rafifi. Oh, Rafifi's awesome! It's so I great. Love Rafifi, yeah, it's one of my faves. Me too. And it has and the the guy who plays uh, Rafifi has that same sort of vibe as De Niro yeah. did, just cold, calculating, just get the job done. Yeah, um, and it has that great heist scene that's done basically silent. And uh, yeah, it's uh, either one of any of those three would uh, I would highly recommend. Sounds but, um, good. Yeah, I guess that uh, brings yep. us to the conclusion. Josie, got anything you want to plug besides the uh, no, thing? Well, yeah, the, the, the future. <laughs> anything that's actually in the future? Yeah, uh, n- n- not really. Yeah, um, you know. That's all right. That's cool. Yeah. You don't need to plug in. I'll, I'll yeah. be around the drive. Say hi. It was a pleasure to have you on the show again. Yeah, yeah you're semi yeah. semi regular. Always a yeah. pleasure. Well, you, Alex, anything going on in your life? Uh, no, just the usual. No. I'll see you around East Van sometime. Keep yep. your eye on the Rio schedule, the website riotheater.ca. Always do. Oh, cool oh I, do have, I do have one thing coming up. Sorry. Yes. And I don't know when it's coming up, but I'm doing an article for uh, a queer zine about, uh, by, by and for trans people. Hmm. And I'm doing an article on some classic uh, queer Canadian cinema. Oh, cool. Awesome. Is there, is there getting a, paid. Is there, is it's, there, called, it's called Xylem, but I'm not sure when it's coming out. Is there like a big, um, sort of big, uh, like representation of queer? No. No. Yeah. No. But there is, there, there are lots of t- individual titles that are interesting. Um, and, and there, you know, I guess there's a, a bit of a movement, but, but like, you know, you've got your big directors like John Grayson and people like that. Right. right. Uh, Bruce LaBruce. Bruce LaBruce. Yeah. And, you know, but the, I think maybe, you know, the thesis of my thing is that, you know, Chris Samuel is not all Bruce LaBruce. Right. <laughs> um, and I'm actually going to focus on the film uh, Outrageous. Wonderful movie. With uh, Craig Russell, which is right. really expensive to get a DVD or a We Blu-ray. had a copy. We had I know it. we did. I saw it at Concordia. 
Yeah. I first found out about that movie, though. I saw the sequel. There's a sequel yeah, called Two Outrageous. Two Outrageous. Correct. Right. Which <laughs> aired on CTV, like, uh, or on CFCF 12 when I was living yeah. in Montreal. Showed it as a late night movie, and I thought it was quirky enough. Like, I looked it up in a video yeah. guide or something. They're like, oh, this is a sequel to Outrageous. Outrageous is way better. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Craig Russell. Craig Russell. That's the performer's name. Amazing performer. Yeah. yeah. And well, I you know I saw it as a kid because as Torsten knew as, as as a little trans kid who was you know of course mm. in the closet as a little kid in the seventies. Uh, Craig Russell used to be on talk shows and stuff all the time. Would do like Mae West and yeah. Bette Midler and you know all the classic drag sure. people. I was always a big fan because he was well, so well spoken about doing what he was doing. And then I saw this movie on pay TV. We had a uh, VCR very early in the in the VCR days and uh, it cost like a thousand I was going to say probably, like we did probably pay yeah. way too much for it yeah I had a secret tape of that movie that Ooh. I taped off of oh yeah because awesome. I didn't want to watch it in front of my family all the time yeah right? probably yeah. probably not yeah. I saw it in a Canadian cinema class nice. and then uh, yeah I know we had it at the shop yeah. one time a copy went missing yeah and I remember I bought the replacement for it I think at applause video it was outrageously expensive um, yeah, so anyway. I guess uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Yep. Um, thanks to uh, uh, Jefferson's Barbershop, uh, our our sponsor just down the street. They cut all our hairs and make us look as fabulous as we, uh, as we except for, except for me. Yeah, you yeah, except for yeah. you. And uh, big shout out to uh, Greg in the other room there, always yeah. making us sound as good and sexy as we do. You can feel the heat coming from that other room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess that's about it for uh, for this uh, edition of the Black Dog Video Podcast. After Dark, Black Dog Video, After Dark Podcast. I'll get it right one of these days. Um, check us out at uh, www.blackdogvideo.ca. Is that the, that's it, right? Did I get it right? Yes. Um, yeah, we saw movies, swag, stuff. I had a big uh, yard sale, sold a lot of stuff over the weekend. Hardly have any t-shirts left. If you want uh, the last ever t-shirts that we will ever make, uh, send me an email and we can, uh, we can hook you up. Anyways, that's it uh, for this week. So everybody, uh, what does Dylan say? Everyone be good to everyone out there or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Anyways, have a good time. All right. All right. Bye-bye.